0: I went over to YouTube, and lo and behold, they have nuked my account. The John Ross YouTube page is no longer there. They pulled roughly 310,000 followers and shut it down, and at first, it kept me from gaining access to the roughly $22,000 they owed me in ad spend money. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now let's get into it that's what your mom said Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Back at you with another episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. It's uh, it's just me today. Josh is out on vacation, is with his family, and much deserved, might I add, heading down to Cancun to go take it all in. So much love to Josh and his family. Hopefully they're having a great time. And Josh, if you're listening, um, I'm cheating on you. So there's that. All right. All um, right. Yeah. Where do we start? I guess from the beginning is a good spot as much as any. Um, roughly about eight o'clock last night, I was doing a uh, a live stream on TikTok because apparently like I'm fixing a band over there as well. Um, when I saw somebody tweeted me out and said, hey, is something up with the John Ross YouTube page? And that's normally how I get my... Um, That's normally how I get my information that something's going wrong with one of the social media platforms. And so I went over to YouTube and lo and behold, they have nuked my account. The John Ross YouTube page is no longer there. They pulled roughly 310,000 followers and shut it down. And at first, it kept me from gaining access to the roughly $22,000 they owed me in ad spend money. Uh, Now, for those that don't know, you receive funds from YouTube based upon the amount of people that actually view your video and they interject their own advertisements in said videos. That's how you basically monetize that platform. Well, I've just been letting it build up for a while. I didn't pull anything out. I was like, you know what? We'll just, we'll leave it there. Not a big deal. So when I went over to the AdSense account, just to just to take a gander, just take a look. Just want to take a little, a little snoop and poop. And lo and behold, that number had changed from 22,000 down to like 1,200. So I think that's the part that pissed me off the most. It's not the fact that you nuked my account. It's that at first, you made it appear as if you basically removed the 22,000 and said, we only owe you like two months worth of pay. Because when I looked at the analytics that I had access to on the AdSense account, mind you, not the YouTube account, Um, It basically said $1,200, and there was no anything prior to the last two months. Like, that's some bullshit. I was like, they literally just stole $22,000 from me. Well, I shot off an email, and within like two hours, I clicked what they told me to click, and I was like, okay, there we go. We're good now. We're good. Um, The money's back. Now I'm waiting on the payout, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, As far as getting the account back, I have a friend, Amory King. Uh, He's trying to pull some strings. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, we're over on Rumble now. Didn't I say this? Alamo, it's going to be Rumble. You can find me at John Burke over there. Now, yes, I am setting up a John Ross page on Rumble. Matter of fact, it's already set up. You can find it. Just look up John Ross. It's there. Now, in the last six months, I have lost my Facebook page of over 600,000 people. I've lost my Instagram, several Instagram pages, um, and then now my YouTube page. I have literally built these platforms for since 2016, 2017, putting my opinions out there, taking a lot of blowback on social media, which honestly, it's nothing anymore because, you know, when I was younger, I used to give it credibility and now I realize it's just stupid. Um, but it took a long time to grow these platforms to the point where they're at now or where they were at least. And the biggest thing that I wanted to utilize them for is to help Shellshot grow and expand. And now that they've removed this from me, they forced me essentially to take on different social media platforms that are primarily right-leaning, that are not going to censor me. So, I will tell YouTube this. You can remove us. You can silence us. And you don't even have to tell us why. I still believe in platforms being able to operate as they wish because they are privately owned. But unfortunately, when the government gets involved and starts protecting these platforms, I no longer agree with that idea. But with that being said, I'll still hold true to my core convictions of being a true capitalist and simply say, this is fine. YouTube, you are hemorrhaging. Many platforms such as Instagram and Facebook as well are hemorrhaging bad. They are being primarily just run and operated By leftists, extreme leftists, the kind of leftist folks that are pro-child drag queen shows, uh, the normalization of pedophilia. This is what the leftist cult of scum has become, essentially. And you see it clearly on their platforms, what's represented and what's not allowed. For example, you can't say anything regarding the trans community on many of these platforms. You can't say that, hey, I am openly in disagreement with their lifestyle choices. It doesn't mean I want to see them die. It doesn't mean I want to see them assaulted or anything like that. But no, I don't, want, I don't care to converse with them. I don't care to hang around them. I find them to be just a little off the wall for me. But I still believe in their rights to live as an American does. Well, you can't even have that opinion anymore now because if you don't not only accept and celebrate them and you don't go out there and attend their events and you're not openly speaking and advocating them on social media, then you must inherently just hate them and want to see them die. Well, of course, the answer to that is no. But the more that you hit us, the more that you slap us, the more that you beat us to the ground, then you cannot be surprised when we come back and say, yes, you know what? Now I do hate you. Now I really don't like you. So realistically, it's you that are creating the radicalized people that were once peaceful, that were like, you know what, I respect your right to do whatever through your fascist tactics and support of the government. You are the reason why people are becoming more radicalized. When before, if you would have just let them have a platform and have free speech and open spirited debate, yet while maintaining the terms of services that you hypocritically enforce on those that are on the right, and clearly not those that are on the left, and this applies across all fucking platforms. And you can argue that till you're blue in the face, but anybody with a common sense of shred of common sense, like you said, like I said, will know that this is hypocritical terms of services that are only enforced on one political leaning. If this is the route you choose to go, that's fine, which they've already chosen. I mean, it is what it is. So, I'll be on Rumble. Rumble apparently isn't banning anybody. Rumble will let you say what you want to say. Andrew Tate's moved over to Rumble. I'm waiting for the emergence of old freaking social media influencers that were heavily in the right to take their place on Rumble and start producing content that here's the thing. The other people on these other platforms cannot get away from it. They will be screen grabbed and reshared across all platforms. Rumble, right now from what I'm seeing, could potentially be and hopefully be the anti-left social media platform. Now, while the leftist monsters continue to grow, while they continue to eat their own, Rumble will gain traction and strength because even moderate common sense having Democrats, yes, they do exist. I know that sounds weird. I know you're probably staring at your speaker speaker right now going, what the fuck is wrong with John? No, there are some common sense moderate Democrats that even though we disagree on some policies, they still maintain a shred of decency and understanding of why silencing political opposition is a very dangerous. Dangerous thing, even they will start to see how social media has eaten their own. And if the you don't fall in line with the big green headed woke monster, well, you're done. Now, breaking news just came across my feed Queen Elizabeth II, longest reigning British monarch, has died at 96 years old. That just broke, folks. Just flashed across my thing. Again, Queen Elizabeth II, longest reigning British monarch, has has died at 96 years old. Um, well, that sucks. Anyway, so yeah, I'll be—I <laughs> don't know what you want me to say. Hey, look, I'll be realistic with you here. By attaining a position of authority based upon purely or based purely upon your bloodline, I find that to be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But hey, my respects to the English people. You've lost your queen. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. That's Prince Charles now assumes. Being king. Am I wrong? Or wait, no, no, because Prince Andrew could never have done it, right? I don't know. I don't follow the British monarch. I'm not interested. But anyway, well look, for those that are interested and you want to see it, look me up on Rumble at just John Burke. Now, the All-American Savage Show Podcast YouTube channel is currently under suspension for I think two weeks. So once it is I don't have access to it right now, by the way. They've removed my access to it. But once it becomes unsuspended, I don't know if they're going to let me have access back to it or not. So, again, the Alamo is Rumble. Now, the podcasts are going to continue going. I'll still be uploading them to all platforms where podcasts are downloaded. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. It's there. It's there. So you can find the new John Ross channel on Rumble. I'll be uploading new videos, old videos as well, so you have access to them. And now that this has occurred, it's good that sometimes we see the blessing in disguise, the silver outlining to that gray cloud that follows every common sense social media influencer, content creator, commenter, whatever the hell you want to call them. There is that small gray cloud, that cloud, excuse me, that exists right overhead that basically is the big tech social media overlords waiting to piss all over you when you say something that they personally don't like. Well, now that I'm on Rumble, that cloud is gone. And what I do see is a bright sun above. And that sunshine feels amazing because now on Rumble, I'm about to release new characters that I've held back from releasing on YouTube for fear of being banned, to include my favorite, Hans, the foreign minister of Facebook's propaganda and information. You're going to like what we have to say about the big tech overlords. (laughs) Yes, these characters are coming. And I'm not pulling any punches this time. I'm going to say the shit that they're afraid to hear us say. I'm going to make fun of you ten times harder. I'm going to make your lives fucking miserable. Because I will tell you this. The thing that you don't understand about people like me is I will not go quietly. And I will not shut my mouth. And I certainly will not shut the fuck up like you want me to do. Instead, I'm going to scream louder. I'm going to be even more angry. I'm going to put more fucking content out. And I'm going to make fun of you so fucking hard that people are going to see you. And they're going to laugh at you in the streets if you say you're an employee of YouTube, Instagram, whatever, they're going to associate you with my videos where I fucking crucify you, not literally, but figuratively to the fucking wall. And I'm going to push and push and harass and make fun of you so fucking much. And there isn't a goddamn thing you can do to stop me. Man, that just made my dick fucking hard. I'm a soldier. We don't retreat. We don't fucking give up. We regroup we try it from a different angle. That's what your mom said. (laughs) You're not going to silence me. It's not going to happen. I won't let you. That's just not going to happen. So with that being said, I appreciate your support to the savages, my lost savages out there. It's up to you, quite honestly. I can sit here and speak all that I want, but unless you're hitting that share button, you're telling your friends, you're sharing the podcast, we go nowhere. This movement is completely based upon you, and all you have to do is just hit that share button. That's literally it. Yes, I know. I sound like one of those fucking influencers like, hey, hit like and subscribe. That's the way it works. Unfortunately, if we don't remind you, you you forget. I'm the same. I am the same. So with that being said, appreciate your love. I appreciate your support. Thank you for supporting ShellshockCBD.com. And moving forward, once Josh comes back from Mexico, we're going to begin. And those videos will be exclusive to Rumble. Now, I will share them across other social media platforms as far as the links and how to watch them. But they're going to be bad. They're going to be so bad, they're going to be good. And I'm excited. I'm very excited. So, without further ado, let's continue the podcast. Uh, I miss my buddy Josh. I wish he was here. And again, I'm not going to lie. It's a little. It's a little saddening. But at the same token, I still cannot seem to shake the feeling that bit by bit I am being unplugged from the social media matrix. Bit by bit, I find myself becoming happier in my life. Um, And I'm not lying about this. And it's one of those things that you hate to acknowledge. But the truth of the matter is, when I got banned on Facebook, I rarely use Facebook anymore. When I got banned on Instagram, a part of me was like, fuck. And the other part was like, well, hey, that's one of the biggest stressors in your life. And now with YouTube, once again, A little bit more has become untethered from the social media matrix that I think consumes us. And I look at apps like TikTok, for example, this morning prior to the show, I was watching this lady who had beef with another lady. Then they were yelling at each other on TikTok. And I'm sitting here wondering what am I feeding myself? What energy am I consuming mentally? When in reality, all this is is just more drama. More negativity: I'm watching two women feud about where one woman's supposedly a racist and the other woman is not, and they don't like each other and going to sue each other and yada, yada, yada. And I'm sitting here thinking it's like, why am I watching this? Why does this have any interest to me? What does this benefit me? It's literally two people yelling at each other from telephones in different parts of the country to flex. What's the reasoning behind this? What does this, what does this do? What does this solve? And it's all politically motivated for the most part. And that's why I don't really do response videos on on TikTok very much on the political spectrum. What does this accomplish? And the more you wake up and you start to see it, the negativity, I think for me at least, a vast portion of the negativity in my life stems from social media. It's just the way it goes. But it is what it is and we will continue pushing forward, and we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Josh is motivated. already texted him last night, and he's like, those cocksuckers, here we go. So now we're both, we're, we're going to push hard on each other, in, in each other. out. We're going to push each other into a, each other. You, you get it. You get where I'm going with this. <laughs> All right, folks, let's get into the news. Um... As you know, by the way, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. For the rest of this month, use code MUG on a $50 spend or more and get a free coffee mug. That's right. And if you want me to sign it, just add that to the notes. I've signed like over like 30 of these things people are buying. Uh, just add that to your notes and I'll happily sign it for you. So again, it is ShellshockCBD.com. We have the Rackout gummies for your sleep, the Halo 8 and Halo 9 gummies to get you fucked up. We got you there. The Delta Eight, Delta Nine gummies; those are there as well, uh, as well as a slew of other amazing quality CBD products with no foreign imports. Everything made right here in the U.S. of A. So again, check this out. Check us out. It's ShellshockCBD.com. Code MUG for fifty dollars purchase or more. Again, through the month of September, we really appreciate that love and support. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. I've got two stories right off the bat here, and these two stories are very interesting in how 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 they're titled, rather. Um, The first one is from Breitbart. Now, the reason I like Breitbart news is they hit a lot of trending topics that are, like, right to the moment. They don't have outdated stories. Now, again, Breitbart is heavily a right-leaning company. Matter of fact, if you go on the Breitbart page right now, the most prominent thing they're promoting over there is the My Son Hunter movie, and they're praising this thing. They're giving it massive accolades. I haven't seen it. I don't want to watch it. I don't fucking care about Hunter Biden. Um, There's just a lot of things there that I'm just not interested in. But clearly, they are pushing this really hard. And uh, so Breitbart's a right-leaning network. CNN is doing their best because they're in damage control mode. They fired Stelter. Cuomo's gone. Um, Their ratings are in the trash right now. So basically, they brought on another head, and he's trying to make CNN more. He's trying to push them a little bit more to the center, not so far left. It's not going to work because now the monster that they've created, which is all the liberals on the far left, are now calling to boycott. CNN because they feel like CNN is regurgitating Fox and GOP talking points. When in reality, it's just that they're not allowing their network or their network talking heads that are remaining to go extremely left like they have been. They don't like this. So they're calling to boycott CNN. Now, the reason I bring up these two news stations is the first news article comes from Breitbart. It says Democrat official arrested after fatal stabbing of investigative journalist who accused him of corruption. Now, let's read the story. A Clark County Nevada Democrat official was arrested on Wednesday evening on suspicion of murdering Las Vegas Journal-Review investigative reporter Jeff German after a series of reports exposing corruption. Clark County Public Administrator Robert Tells was booked in Clark County Detention Center for suspicion of murder after German, 69 years old, was found dead outside his home with multiple stab wounds last Saturday. Tells is facing murder charges and is due in court Thursday. Now, Not only do I have that article, I'm going to make the point here in a second, but something just hit me. Where is it at? Listen to this. Memphis shooting. This happened yesterday. Teen accused of killing killing four, injuring three others, and rampage streamed on Facebook. Police in Tennessee said 19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly suspected of shooting and killing four people in Memphis. Uh, Police in Memphis, Tennessee arrested a 19-year-old repeat offender, Suspected of shooting and killing four people and injuring at least three others in a rampage on Wednesday afternoon. The suspect, Ezekiel Kelly, is also accused of two armed carjackings that happened as he attempted to flee from police. Authorities said the rampage was spread across at least eight different crime scenes. The string of shootings were reportedly live-streamed on Facebook in the city Wednesday. The suspect was taken into custody following a major manhunt later that evening. Police confirmed to Fox News Digital that Kelly was arrested after crashing a stolen car near the area of Ivan road and hodge road police said multiple felony charges are pending against kelly who has previously criminal who has a previous criminal history memphis mayor jim strickland revealed during a press conference that kelly was charged with attempted first-degree murder but pled guilty to a downgraded aggravated assault charge in april of 2021 kelly was sentenced to three years in prison but was released in march of 2022 after serving just 11 months to a sentence the shooting rampage comes less than six months after kelly was allowed back on the streets of memphis Huh. How about that? Interesting. Sue's released early. Any reason why, folks? I think you know where I'm going with this. One look. One look, and you'll see why. Don't tell me black privilege does not exist in this society. When people are calling for police reforms and prison reforms, I can agree with that. But the rule of law should be applied equally to all people of all races, of all creeds and all religions. There should be no privilege anymore. This thing has gotten way out of hand. Way out of hand. And that's where we go. That's what happens. That's what happens. Now I want to go back to the original article about the, Dem- uh, the Democrat official arrested after fatal stabbing. Now, Breitbart, if you look at that headline, says Democrat official arrested after fatal stabbing. Now, let's look at the same article on CNN. And this is why CNN has no respect. All they say is a Las Vegas public official has been arrested in connection with killing, the killing of an investigative journalist, his newspaper says. Weird. Weird how that works, right? I mean, are we shocked, folks? Are we shocked about this? CNN, of all people. Now, now, reality, in in reality, if we compare these 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 two headlines, excuse me, and we're looking at Breitbart versus CNN, which one do you feel is the less divisive headline? Well, clearly CNNs. They're not saying Democrat. There's a reason Breitbart threw Democrat in there, and they're not at fault for that. Because they are playing according to the standards and rules that the ilk or the likes of CNN have created. You're the very first ones to essentially say, white person, white person, if it's a white-on-black crime. But man, if it's a crime against a white person, whatever the case may be, you don't say anything about the race of the person. You say nothing about the political affiliation. Nothing. But if it's the flip side, man, you are all over it. So now CNN is trying to take this more neutral stance. And I'm here to tell you, no, that's not the way it works. For years, this is what you've done. You have created the divide. You have helped every single time with furthering the divide by trying to isolate people based upon race or political affiliation. This is what you are guilty of. You do not get to to turn around and just say, oh, we're going to do it the right way. No, you're responsible for a lot of fucking damage. You're responsible for a lot of issues out there. And now that you want to change course, fuck, it's too late. You shit in your bed, now you sleep in it. But once again, it just goes to show you how biased this organization is. I just had that and I wanted to put that out there. But anyway, uh, this was in Queen Elizabeth under medical supervision. Well, that's changed. Um, Breaking news, again, announced earlier in the show, Queen Elizabeth has died at age 96. Let me see if uh, any news agencies are picking this. I mean, they should be. Yeah. Breitbart's already over it. Britain, uh, excuse me, Britain's Queen Elizabeth II dead. Charles is king. So it is It is now King Charles. Um, Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Britain's Queen Elizabeth II, age 96, ending her 70-year reign. The Queen died at Balmoral, her private Scottish home, this afternoon at the age of 96. She was Britain's longest ever reigning monarch at 70 years and 214 days. According to the customs and laws shared by the United Kingdom and 14 other Commonwealth realms, of which Her Majesty was head of state, the Prince of Wales, known as the Duke of Rothesay in Scotland, has heir, became king at the moment of his mother's passing. The new king may select original name or choose to continue as King Charles III, The associations of the English Civil War with the name Charles may prompt such a decision, or it might be thought enough time has passed. While the nation will now observe a period of mourning for the popular and long-lived Queen Elizabeth II, the coronation of King Charles could come as early as 12 months' time. Uh, The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Again, Prince Charles will soon become King Charles. I think he's technically already is king. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, that's just me. But I believe he takes over immediately. But I guess the proper coronation, they said, could be within 12 months. So there you go. Sad to hear, but the same, to- same token, I mean, luck, guys. I mean, nothing but respect for the English people. They've been some of our greatest allies out there. But, uh, you know, our hearts and prayers, I, I, oof. I don't know much about the queen, to tell you the truth. I don't know if she was a good queen. I don't know if she was a bad queen. I just don't like the idea of, based upon somebody's blood, they get to be so-called ruler, not ruler, whatever the case may be. But even still, I know the British people are kind of probably going through some mourning right now because they do love their queen. I'll give them that. I necessarily don't agree with this. But, hey, nothing but respect to y'all. My heart goes out to you. Um, so we'll, we'll go. So the floor of Patriot and Rumble, shut the fuck up. They're red coats. Those same red coats are not red coats anymore. You're just fucking stupid. Don't come in my chat and act like a fucking moron. I'm telling you right now, don't fucking do that. Clearly, they're not the fucking red coats anymore. They've been our greatest allies in many wars since the American Revolution, you dumb fuck. Don't be stupid in my chat. I'm not going to tolerate that. That's your only warning. You can either adhere to it or get the fuck out. Your call. I really don't carry the way. All right. Let's keep going. Interesting here. With this being said, very interesting here. Um, basically right now, I didn't see this coming, but this is actually a very smart tactic by the left. battle Democrats to campaign with Barack Obama while avoiding Joe Biden. While avoiding Joe Biden. You got to love that. You got to love that. Floor Patriots is more censorship later. No, I'm just going to remove, remove you from my channel. If you're going to act like a fucking idiot and say stupid shit that literally makes no fucking sense, then I don't want you here. You can go start your own your own page on Rumble and talk all the shit you want about me. But what you're not going to do is come in here and act like a fucking retard. Have I made myself clear? You can either take this lesson and put your ego aside Or you can recognize the fact that you said something stupid, you were called out on it, and you don't like that because you're an immature fucking child, just like the rest of these goddamn internet peasants out there. You come into a chat and you say something so moronic, and then you get your pee-pee smacked, and then you turn around and you act like you're the fucking victim. No, if you keep your cocksucker shut, you would realize you probably wouldn't get in that much trouble. Now, if you actually said something that had some common sense to it, I would respond in turn. But when you say dumb shit, don't don't be surprised in Pearl Clutch when you get called a dumbass. It's the way it works. I'm fucking tired of these people. Fucking tired of them. I'll deal with you later. I got a show to do. And battle Democrats to campaign with Barack Obama while avoiding Joe Biden. This is brilliant. Barack Obama is undermining Joe Biden now. And Joe Biden's so old, I don't even think he cares. I don't think he knows. Former President Barack Obama will hit midterm campaign trail this fall to help Democrat ha- candidates while some embattled candidates have avoided campaigning with President Joe Biden. Bra, Brah. You want to talk about a president that is doing horribly. When you've got an old president coming out to hit the campaign trail for Democrats because he knows the current president does not have the weight to do it anymore, that's bad. That's really bad. But it's a smart move. They're hoping that Barack Obama can put some juice into the freaking, the war machine, the DNC war machine. I don't think it's going to be enough. Because realistically, Democrats could wake up and say, wait a minute, Biden was your vice president. Biden was your vice president. I don't think they will though, but you get where I'm going with this. It's a brilliant move though. I'll hand it to them. They're going for everything they can do. I mean, they are, they are throwing in the kitchen sink at this point. I can't blame them. They're going to do anything they can to win. Obama will campaign with Democrats up and down the ballot, potentially including House Senate, gubernatorial, and Secretary of State candidates, Fox News reported Thursday. Obama will even help the Democratic Party raise money through its re-election committees. Obama's wide Democrat appeal may raise awareness for many embattled candidates in tough districts or states overwhelmed by a potential Republican red wave. This is how scared they are right now, folks. This is how scared they are. They are afraid. They're pulling Obama out of retirement. The same super spreader that threw the party with no masks where COVID apparently was spread. And the DNC loves him. I don't think there's any Democrat in a competitive district who is clamoring for Biden to come and aid to a high-profile Democrat candidate said to NBC. The White House wants to show that they're back or whatever, but there's just a disconnect. And Battle Representative Tim Ryan's Democrat at Ohio campaign, which is challenging Trump and J.D. Vance for Senate, told The Washington Post it has not asked Biden or Vice President Kamala Harris to campaign with Ryan. Bro. That's bad. They don't want anything to do with him. They know this shill is worthless. He can't get anything right. His administration has botched so many things up. They don't want him. I mean, that's kind of funny in a sense. Sad, but funny. Or is that just me? I'm twisted. I I can't tell half the time. (laughs) It's just me. I don't know. If we had a dollar... For every time someone underestimated or counted Joe Biden out, we could pay off the national debt, he stated. You'll see his numbers go up. You'll see accomplishments happen. That's what voters want to see. And if I'm a candidate, I tie myself to that. <laughs> hmm. The White House has defended the lack of interest in Democrats pledging to campaign with Biden. If they are reluctant, I think it's political malpractice. Senior official at the Democratic National Committee, Cedric L. Richmond, told the Post, said if you don't want Biden, it's malpractice. And he's the one who said if we had a dollar for every time. Bro, I mean, color me shocked that you're being biased on this one. Biden's numbers are not going to go up. Inflation's about to hit even worse come fall, and fall's right here. Midterms are coming. Come on. Come on, man. You guys know this. You guys know this. This is ridiculous. But they're going to do what they can. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Anyway. Well, calling me shocked on this one, another Silicon Valley slip-up. Snap accidentally gave Democratic campaigns access to Republican voter data. (laughs) Social media giant Snap, I'm guessing this is Snapchat, reportedly made an error that gave leading Democratic campaigns and party committees access to a huge repository of Republican voter data, allowing them to tailor their midterm ads. Axios reports that social media giant Snap claims to have made a mistake that allowed top Democratic campaigns and party committees to tap into a huge repository of Republican voter data, allowing them to hone in and tailor their midterm ads. SNAP says that it is working hard to fix the issue and ensure it doesn't happen again, but the situation brings to light the vulnerabilities of SNAP's internal systems and the sensitivities of having access to huge amounts of voter data. This is dangerous, folks. I mean, are we not seeing the big picture at this point? Instagram, Facebook, which is owned by Facebook, excuse me, working with the government, a leftist government, a Democrat government, excuse me, these social media organizations leaking information and are still protected by the government. Explain to me how this is capitalism because it doesn't make sense to me. Yet we sit here and we're okay with this. Our elected officials do nothing. They say nothing. Or they they sit there and when the the time actually comes, they're toothless dogs gumming at the enemy with no fucking teeth. And I'm telling you, come midterms, folks. Whichever Republicans are elected, you better hold their feet to the fire. You want to see this end? You better hold these Republicans' feet to the fucking fire and say you better bite back. You better protect the people. Big tech is out of control. This type of information, come on now. Snapchat's been around for a very long time. You don't accidentally do this. This was intentional. Accident my ass. On Snap and other social media platforms such as Facebook and Twitter, political advertisers can target their ads to specific user segments, often relying on data brokers that collect information on voters' interests, activities, spending habits, and various other metrics. Snap's political ad archive shows that multiple Democratic and progressive groups were able to target their ads using a data maintained by the Republican-aligned firm I-360. The firm is connected with a political network founded by billionaire Charles Koch. Or Cox, excuse me. The data was used to target Snapchat ads by groups including the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Senatorial uh, Senatorial Campaign Committee, and the Planned Parenthood Action Fund, and the Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams gubernatorial campaign. I360 and its democratic counterpart Target Smart make data available to all advertisers on the platform but limit availability to a pre-approved list of organizations. Unfortunately, due to an internal mistake, we didn't follow this usual process, which resulted in these two companies' services being used by advertisers outside of the process, impacting a number of a small number of ads, a Snap spokesperson told Axios. A small number might deck. The spokesperson added, we take full responsibility for this mistake, and as soon as we became aware of it, we took action to correct the issue, notify the two vendors, and are working to rectify payments to each of them. We're also taking steps to ensure this doesn't happen again. Weird. Weird how this always happens in favor of a left move. Where there's smoke, there's fire, folks. Facebook has been accused time and time again of leaking information, or accidentally leaking. It's like, oh, we totally fucked up. Never going to happen again. Like six months later. Oh, we fucked up again. Never going to happen. Come on, man. Come on. This is ridiculous. And you got to love it. World freedom, right? Great reset. Switzerland threatens to jail people who heat their homes too much in the winter. Switzerland? Is this real? Switzerland? Of all people... Okay. People who heat their homes above a certain temperature in Switzerland during the winter face fines and potentially up to three years in prison if energy rationing measures are put into place. Under proposed legislation in the home of the World Economic Forum, Swiss lawmakers are preparing to set legal limits on the use of heating during the winter should the country face energy shortages. Under the plans, gas-heated buildings would be capped at 19 degrees Celsius, which is 66 degrees, and water heating up to 60 degrees Celsius, which is 140 degrees. Saunas and swimming pools would also be forced by government diktat to remain cold. At the heart of it, it's the World Economic Forum. Go figure. Let me read that part again. Under proposed legislation in the home of the World Economic Forum. These people are dangerous. Globalism is a serious issue. I almost wonder which is more dangerous, globalism or socialism in America? Globalism on the world scale, but socialism in terms of America. It's just nuts. It's just nuts to me. Well, I'm looking at the numbers right now. We've got 236 people watching over on Rumble, and I really appreciate that, guys. Here's the link to the live stream over on Rumble. Twitch, I love you guys. I know you support me, and I do appreciate that. Facebook, minimal numbers we have there. But I'm telling you Rumble's where it's at. Eventually, Twitch is going to ban me. I've got two accounts on Twitch. I've got the John Burke page, and I also have the American Savage Show podcast page. I'm pretty sure once they ban my All-American Savage show, they're probably going to take down my partner page as well. We know this is coming, so our Alamo is Rumble. The link is there. It's just John Burke. You can find me over there. Again, go to Rumble. It's better. We have a great group of people over there. And that's just where they can't touch us. We can say whatever we want. Because once Twitch bans me, I still got to watch what I say on Twitch. But once they ban me, it's game the fuck on. It is game the fuck on. So there you have it. Appreciate those people over on Rumble. Hey, do me a favor. If you can share the stream, that'll help out as well. All right, let's keep going. Firing Stetler not enough Brian Stetler in regards to CNN CNN primetime averages 653,000 viewers CNN is a five is a five alarm ratings catastrophe which should make every decent person in the world feel good about life and the moral arc of history despite all these primary elections and other news events CNN could only average 653,000 primetime viewers during the week of August 29th um C CNN LOL if you think you may need to do more than fire Brian Stelter. This is how awful CNN's ratings are. Let's do a comparison. Prime time total viewers and 25 to 54 age demo viewers. Fox News averages roughly 2.14 million, 286,000. MSNBC 1.4 million, 136,000. And CNN, LOL, 653,000. MSNBC is now doubling CNN and total viewers. Fox News is more than tripling CNN. Today, total viewers and 54 to 25 to 54 demo viewers. Um, Fox News, 1.42. Um, MSNBC, 863,000. CNN, 529,000. During the prime time, CNN has fallen to 11th place while Fox News is number two and MSNBC is number three um but 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 we fired brian stelter isn't that what you wing nuts wanted that's how these morons think i suppose now that cnn has fired that smug liar john hardwood they expect us to return dear warner discovery moron cnn needs an enema you don't pick rat droppings off the ice cream cone and then eat the ice cream cone you throw the ice cream cone away and get a new one cnn is corrupt from the stem to stern you need a new cnn a brand new cnn entirely different set of anchors and producers but only after you've emptied the building and left one of these machines running over a time. weekend. Now do the same at Fox. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do the same at Fox. There it is. The faces of your network, Dana Bash, Anderson Cooper, Jake Tapper, John Berman, Brianna Keller, Don Lemon, are the faces of the Russian collusion hoax, the hands up, don't shoot hoax, the Jesse Smollett hoax, the Hunter Laptop is Russian misinformation hoax, the Brett Kavanaugh is a serial rapist hoax, and the Covington KKK kids hoax. And they are right on each one of these issues. Let's take them one at a time. Russian collusion hoax, steel dossier proven wrong. CNN admitted it, they got it wrong, but they pushed it hard, they pushed this extremely hard. The hands up don't shoot hoax. Another BLM propaganda bullshit. Michael Brown, the rest of them, bullshit. You pushed it. You caused more racial divide in this country. You took no accountability or responsibility, nor will you ever. The Jesse Smollett hoax. Oh my God. Fellow gay black person Don Lemon was basically sucking Jesse Smollett's cock through the microphone. My oh my, how these people want to sit there and jump in front of a camera and browbeat and virtue signal just how good and woke and just of a person they are so they can get people to like them and hopefully their ratings will go up. This is not a hard maneuver or hard trick to see right the fuck through. Don Lemon fell for this hook, line and sinker. Then he kind of changed roles and he was like, wait a minute, Jesse. No, bro you bought into it hook, line, and sinker. It didn't make sense. From the get-go of that thing, a black dude walking downtown at 2 a.m. to get a Subway sandwich approached by two white dudes who threw a noose around your neck and MAGA hats. You fucking kidding me? White dudes in downtown Chicago at 2 a.m.? Come on now. Come on. Are we really buying this? Even even black people like Dave Chappelle were like, I don't know about that. Come on. But the point still stands. CNN propagated this. Oh, my gosh. They pushed this fucking hard. The Hunter laptop issue in Russia. Yeah. Oh, you suppress that. Come to find out even the administration was working hand in hand with Facebook about suppressing the story. The more that you try and squish something, the more truth it has to it. The Brett Kavanaugh is a serial rapist hoax. Yeah, man. Y'all tried ruining this guy's life. You had Alyssa Milano sitting right behind him. Hashtag believe all survivors. Listen to the whamons. Yeah, you wanted to ruin this guy's life. Christine Balsey Ford claiming that 30-something years ago, she was in a, a rape by Brett Kavanaugh and a gangbang or some shit like that. Well, where's the, where's the Where's the evidence? Did you report it? No. Okay, well, then where's your evidence? It's literally your word versus his. And I'm sorry, lady, but the burden of proof is on you, the accuser, and you have none. Therefore, what are we supposed to believe? But no, no, ma'am, liberal honor demanded that by her, by virtue of being a woman, having a vagina between her legs. And again, I am not a biologist, so I don't know if she actually was a woman but by virtue of her having a vagina, we should just automatically believe her. Because according to liberal ideology or liberal common sense, such as the likes of Alyssa Milano, liberal women would never lie about rape. They would never lie about sexual assault accusations. Why? Oh, God, no. Nobody could be that evil. Nobody could be that that low and depraved. Folks, come on now. There are plenty of people from either sex that would go that route. And they're the reason that people don't believe you blindly. And rather than hold them accountable when they make these, these boy who cried wolf accusations, you say nothing. Nothing happens to them. Christine Balsey Ford is case in point. Proof. Folks, look at this from a common sense approach, okay? Just take a second and sit down and think about this. Christine Balsey Ford had to approach a lawyer. She had to have approached the lawyer. There isn't a lawyer worth a shit that would look at this and say, wait a minute, let's look at the situation we're facing right here. You're claiming he raped you over 30 years ago. Do you have any proof? No. Well, then you've lost. You've got no case. There isn't a lawyer that would take this. But they still went with it. Why do you think they went with it? The intent was not to win. They knew they weren't going to win. The intent was to slander, to cause division, to put doubt in the people's minds, to paint Brett Kavanaugh as a rapist so that when, when Trump appointed him, they could say Trump appointed a rapist. This is what they do. The slimy liberal left, is what this is what they are good at. They know they're not going to win a court case like that, but it's the damage they're going to do in the interim that they care about. It's a smart move. It's slippery, it's slimy, it's disgusting, it's something I would expect from the left, but fuck, it's smart. This is what they do. Now, when you can start identifying their patterns, their playbook, you start to see through their bullshit even more. And then last, most certainly not least, the Covington KKK kids. Oh, this blew up in CNN's face. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Remember that? Nick Sandman, I believe his name was, standing in front of the Native American dude. He was banging his drum, and they're saying he sneered. And that evil white person looked at that Indian, that Native American, and he just spit upon him. And he said, I wish your kind would have died. Kid literally just stood there and looked at the guy. Oh, he smirked. Oh, God forbid. Oh, 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 he smirked. It's because he was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. You went after a kid on a school field trip. Who, by the way, who, by the way, had racial and disparaging insults thrown at him from a group across the way? But that didn't really get any press coverage. Do you know who that group was, folks? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody remember that? I remember it. Anybody remember who that group was that was insulting him because of his skin color and stuff? Look it up. It's there. Oh, yeah, it's there. But not a lot was said on that one. No, why would they? And it's not just that. It's not just the lies and corruption. They're all smug, superior, unappealing jerks. Well, I mean, so is Sean Hannity. But still, I agree. Do the enema, set up that bacteria killing machine, then we'll talk. OK, that's not true. We're never coming back. CNN is doomed. The CNN brand might as well as register as a sex offender because it's just permanently damaged. And the planted stories like the desperate fiction won't gaslight us into returning. Honestly, from my point of view, this relationship is perfect. The lows that come with your ratings are freaking priceless. Please don't change a thing. This is coming from John Nolte over on Breitbart. I followed him on Twitter and fuck me. That guy is good. I love this dude. I love this dude. Damn, he nailed him. It's true. It's true. Uh, Justice Department targets Alabama Eagle Forum chapter over transgender, transgender therapy opposition. Wednesday, Eagle Forum of Alabama revealed the organization that received a subpoena that demanded all information related to the nonprofit's legislative activities promoting the Alabama Alabama Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act, VCAP, since 2017. The Alabama Vulnerable Children Compassion Act and, er, and Protection Uh, was passed by the state's legislator early this year, and it was the subject of criticism by the White House immediately after Governor Kay Ively uh, signed it into law. Um, The law prohibited the prescription of transgender conversion therapies for minors. In May, U.S. Judge Lyles Burke, uh, no relation, thank God, of the Northern District of Alabama issued a preliminary injunction to stop the state from enforcing the ban as a court challenge proceeds. However, the Biden Justice Department is now seeking details on any Lobbying or advocacy by Eagle Forum of Alabama as part of that court challenge. Excuse me. At stake here is the ability of all private citizen advocates and nonprofit advocacy organizations to engage in this legislative process, regardless of their points of view. Kristen a. Ullman, president of Eagle Forum, said in a statement: "If the DOJ can weaponize a subpoena, any American can be undoubtedly burdened and prevented from engaging in our democratic Republican uh, republic from form of the government speech." And freedom of speech and freedom of association will be squelched. This unprecedented massive demand by the DOJ for information unrelated to the issues before the court is a blatant attempt at intimidation and to silence a non party organization and crush its constitutionality protected rights. Uh constitutional protected rights. This is the DOJ. This is once again federal getting involved in state. This is once again federal getting involved in state. This is bullshit. Another reason why the federal government is way too big. Alabama, through democracy, through a democratic process, as outlined by the Constitution, elects people to represent them by majority. And they're saying, we don't want our children, by and large, en masse in the state, being given drugs that would alter their bodies. These are minors. If you would not give a minor alcohol, why the fuck are you giving them something like this? So Alabama's like, hey, not here. What does the Biden DOJ want to do? No, sir. No, sir. That's not a legal one. In fact, yes, it is. Yes, the fuck it is. You just didn't like the outcome. So once more, the DOJ is being weaponized. The DOJ is worthless. Fucking worthless. You got to love that. You've got to love that. Crazy how this works. If you're a blue line supporter and I have nothing against you, I do support the good police officers out there, but there comes a point where you have to say, wait a minute, back the blue has gone way too far. This isn't blue anymore. The feds are not blue. The feds are feds. The fact that they allow themselves to be weaponized in this manner, it's on them. You don't get to sit there and say, I was just doing my job. When you are being used, when you are being used for political bias and to enforce a narrative through legal, uh, uh, loosely using that term legal, means and such, come on, come on, this ain't right and you know it, modern day Gestapo, modern day Gestapo, now granted you're not to that level yet. But don't think for a second they couldn't be. It wasn't that long ago, folks, the very same side that we refused to be a part of had no problem imprisoning us because we didn't want the shot. They wanted us locked up. They wanted our lives stripped away from us. They want our livelihoods taken, no jobs. Your children should be forfeited. You should be imprisoned. You should be in a camp. Oh, yes. And this was not just a very select few. This was a lot of them. And they made that opinion very well known. And then come to find out all you suckers and all you losers were lied to by the CDC, the WHO, and the, the, the White House. Did you apologize? No. Did you acknowledge it? No. You just pretended like it never even happened. All the screams for all the shit you wanted to happen to us suddenly went silent and there were no apologies made. You were never held accountable. Nothing like that. Weird. Queered Color me shocked folks Color me shocked Because I'm not hmm. Well we were talking about John Fetterman the other day Radical Democrat Don, John Fetterman Supports abortion Up to the moment Of birth That child Can be like Almost nine months old Nine months old realistically And he's still In favor Of of murdering it. Now, for those that don't know, this is the extreme take on abortion. Rare, but extreme. This guy is sick. And you take one look at this Uncle Fester-looking motherfucker and you can see why. These are disgusting people. Up until the point of birth, you're okay with killing this child? You kidding me? This is nuts. This is just nuts. But this is where we're at, folks. Again, this isn't even good versus, or excuse me, this isn't even left versus right in many of these situations. This is good versus evil. This is good versus evil. Here we are. New York Times: Democrats down about Stacey Abrams' flailing campaign blame sexism and misguided strategy. Oh, of course, of course. The fat black lady's losing to a white dude, and suddenly it's because of misogyny and racism and blah 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 blah. Or maybe it's just because Georgians don't fucking want you. You think you take a hint after the first time? Beto O'Rourke should learn that. They don't want you. Democrats are increasingly pessimistic about Stacey Abrams' prospects of unseating Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, according to a report from the left-leaning New York Times. The Times cited an array of factors Democrats said were contributing to her campaign problems. Some blame sexism, while others doubted her voter turnout strategy, for which she became notorious after narrowly losing her first gubernatorial bid to Kemp in 2018. And isn't this the very same woman who said the election was rigged? Well, isn't this the very same people like Joe Biden who said that if you say things like that, then you're a threat to democracy? Oh, but the fat black woman can say it. It's perfectly okay. It's fine. We don't talk about that. Black people can say whatever they want. Oh, they're the chosen ones. Let the chosen people speak because their ancestors were so oppressed. Am I wrong? I mean, am I am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. She says such outlandish things, and suddenly people stand up and applaud. And I would say to her and her campaign manager and the rest of them, it's "Like, look, if you've got proof of election integrity being not good, like no integrity and fraud, whatever, the case, then showcase your proof. And if that's the case, I'm with you, baby girl. I am for fair and balanced elections. I'm all about it. Yes, sweetie." If you've got proof, I'm here listening. Show daddy. Show daddy what you got. I think that's fair. We need to keep these elections fair. If the majority of the people vote in favor of a Democrat, then by all means, you get what you vote for, as long as it's fair. But instead, Democrats want to paint the right, and everybody that's even linked to them, as well, they just don't want black people to vote. Um, yes, we do, because you're losing them, not only for the sake of equal rights, but you're also losing them. That's why you're trying to paint the Republicans as the racist. You are losing minority voters left and fucking right. You are hemorrhaging, because the very same people that you've kept poor for their entire fucking lives by keeping them on the government tit are starting to wake up and understand that Republicans saying they need to get a fucking job is not because they're racist. It's saying that get off the government tit and the government no longer has control of you and you're a free person. You don't have to vote in favor of these government subsidy programs that are keeping everybody else poor, just so you don't have to work. But of course, you're going to have those that are never going to get off the government tent. They're making too much. Why would they? They love it. I mean, would you, folks? I would, because I was raised to say, "Hey, if you want to consider yourself a man, you got to make your own money. You don't take a handout." But there are people that are raised in certain cultures where it's perfectly acceptable. Look at the left. Embracing the social or the socialist ideology. Rising tides raises all ships. But what about the ships that don't want to float, intentionally want to just sink and bring everybody else down? Oh, they're not going to do their part, but you're okay supporting that. All right. Okay. Oh, well. CNN, ABC, ESPN promoted Duke volleyball players racial slur story. Go quiet on developments debunking claim witnesses and footage from ongoing investigations undermine Rachel Richardson's claims. Um, I didn't even know anything about this, but a controversial a controversy involving a racial slur. Oh, my God. OK, folks, come on. We, we got to have some common fucking sense here. We got to have some come a racial slur. You would think she murdered somebody. And if you want to talk about racial slurs, let's look at what black people call white people on the nonstop on social media and nothing fucking happens to them. Oh man, the racism displayed by black people on Instagram, fuck me running, it's ridiculous. You Go go on one of these black influencers and see some of the shit they post when it's involving a white person and oh my God, you will see the racism just showcase itself. Now I'm not saying all black people are racist, that's not what I'm saying. But what I do see is terms of services being applied Hardcore on anyone on the right, and anybody that's white, but minorities, fuck me, you get away with a lot. Isn't that the case of privilege afforded certain opportunities based upon your skin color? That's weird. Am I wrong? This doesn't make me racist to say this. This is acknowledging facts that need to be said. We need to start standing up on this and say this is bullshit. But instantly, the left is going to re- like basically refute this by saying, "Well, if you say anything about this, you must be racist." No. I just want equality for everybody. A controversy involving a racial slur. I can't believe this is fucking news. We're getting upset over every single thing. Yes, there are going to be ignorant people out there. They're going to say stupid shit. But every time that our society wants to get up in arms, like, oh my God, somebody said the N word. Oh my God, somebody said the C word. Who fucking cares? It's, it's this mindset that everyone has to behave in this Orwellian society that if you don't act right according to society's, you know, cultural norms, well, then you should be moved from society. No. Fuck no. That's tyranny by the majority, and I'm not condoning racism, but if you want to use racist terms, that's well within your freedom of speech to do so. Now, me as an employer, I'm not going to hire you, and I'm certainly probably not going to shop from you, but still. Let's stop making a mountain out of a fucking molehill, This is how weak we've become as a society. Duke University volleyball player Rachel Richardson went viral after she claimed that a fan from Brigham Young University hurled the N-word at her throughout the entirety of the match between the two schools on August 26th. Really? Really? You're telling me that among college kids... That are the most woke of any generation, that through the entire match, this person was shouting the N-word nonstop and nobody said anything. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you got proof, I'll believe you. Let's 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 read more. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. All right. They hurled the N-word at her throughout the entirety of the match between the two schools on August 26th. Her in-the-moment allegation led to the immediate removal and permanent ban of the suspected BYU fan who was actually a Utah Valley University student and BYU issued apologies to both Richardson and Duke University. So you just went only on an accusation without any proof and you banned this person? Explain to me how that's justice. And here we go. And it says, except her claim was never corroborated. In fact, it was discredited. BYU police Lieutenant George Bessendorfer... Uh, Told the Salt Lake City Tribune that his department reviewed the surveillance cam footage of the alleged racist fan from the game, telling the paper, When we watched the video, we did not observe that behavior from him. Uh, Bessendorf added that no one from the student section from the crowd has come forward to back Richardson's claim. Oh, color me shocked. Color me shocked. A black woman levies an accusation at a white dude claiming he's dropping the N-word, and suddenly the college just believes her without any due process. Because you know good and well, folks, if the college said, well, do you have proof? She would instantly go back and say, wait a minute, you don't believe me as a black woman? Oh, that's oppression. That's the patriarchy. That's racism. No, that's justice. If this guy is hurling N-word insults, then yes, ban his ass. Absolutely. But by mere making an accusation does not proof make. CNN offered plenty of on-air coverage of the racial slur claim made by Duke volleyball player Rich or Rachel Richardson. A BYU police officer present at the game said he did not hear any racial slurs from the crowd, according to a police report obtained by Desert News. The officer suspected the fan in question had special needs and kept shouting about the players hitting the ball into the net. The officer also documented that a Duke associate nearby also never raised any concerns. Oh, my God. Ha! <laughs> You know they're not going to touch this now. Uh, c- can you imagine being the CNN people at CNN saying, "Okay, hey guys, we got a breaking story. We got a white dude hurling the N word at a black female. Fuck yes, yeah, roast this motherfucker." Only come to find out that white dude probably had special needs. Oh, you thought you had black privilege? Put a racist black person against somebody with you know special needs. You're going to lose. Now it went from black versus white. Who's going to win in the battle of accusations to black versus special needs. You're going to lose. Sorry. People are going to take the special needs guy's side, hands down. <laughs> and CNN knows this. So they're not going to touch it. They're not going to reach it. Fuck no. They're not going to go near that. They jumped the gun so quick. I'm surprised they didn't shoot themselves in the back. That's funny right there. Uh, that's funny. That's why your network has no credibility. Now, if I was that white dude, I'd sue the fuck out of them. That's hilarious to me. various BYU athletics employees have been reviewing video from the BYU TV and other cameras in the facility that the volleyball team has access to for film review. The person who was banned was the person identified by Duke as using racial slurs. However, we have been unable to find any evidence of that person using slurs in the match. Despite the numerous revelations that have serviced since Richardson went public, the most prominent media outlets that promoted her claim have failed to update her coverage. Richardson was prominently featured in ABC's good morning America and was interviewed about, about what she claimed to have experienced during its broadcast on August 30th, ABC News correspondent Jenna Norman, who spoke with a 19 year old sophomore said she was really impressed with how she is handling all of this. Somebody called you a name. Oh my God. You're so brave. Somebody, you know, the shit that I get called all the time on social media, you don't have the shit that I get in my DMS when they're actually open from minority people. Oh yeah. It exists, folks. It exists. And guess what? You just roll your eyes and you move the fuck on. But now we have to focus, we have to hyper-focus on this. Like, oh, you're so brave. You're such a hero. Somebody called you a racist name. and You just, you didn't kill yourself. You're so brave. Sticks and stones, love. Sticks and stones. Are we fucking serious with this? Somebody calls you a fucking name and you want to sit there and act like they're some kind of fucking Superman. All because of a fucking name. Their words, love, fucking words, have got no power over you unless you give them that. I don't know why I went that that direction with, but I, I, just it felt right. It felt right. A lot of Grace co-host George Stephanopoulos reacted. Good Morning America has made no mention of the incident since the broadcast. ABC News website also pulled at least three separate articles about Richardson's allegations, but none about the most uh, ongoing probes that undermine her credibility. Fox News reached out to ABC News for comment and received no response. Of course they're not going to say anything. They're not going to say a fucking word. Sounds like some true investigative journalism there, doesn't it? Oh, they're just journalisming all over the place. So much journalisming. They're just jizzling everywhere, all over themselves. Good grief. Shit's ridiculous. CNN gave her story far more airtime with separate programs echoing Richardson's unchallenged claims. You know why this is, folks? Do you know why they jump on stories like this? Because the overall leftist narrative of we have to stay about racism, sexism, all these things, misogyny that don't exist to the level that they want it to. I've said this repeatedly. They need these things to be massive in our culture. We need to have massive amounts of racists and white nationalists and this and that because it gives them a reason to fight. It literally gives them a reason to wake up every morning and say, we are going to fight the patriarchy. Now, imagine those same blue-haired, ugly, unfuckable, fat, overweight, metal fear face-filled fucking weirdos suddenly were told, oh, by the way, this doesn't exist to the level that you say it does. I walk out my front door here in Texas. I don't see burning crosses. I don't see Klansmen with hood walking down the street. I don't see assaults on transgender people. I don't see assaults on gay people. You know what I do see assault on? It's white versus black. That's what I see a lot of in Dallas. You go look at the crime stats. It's not as complicated as you think it is. It's really not. There's a lot of race-based violence in this city. Go down into South Dallas and see for yourself. Oh, yeah, it's true. But we're not ready to have that conversation. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about cultural issues within this country or within certain communities. No, we can't have those conversations. Absolutely not. But these evil monsters they create and they fabricate, they're not as real as they make them out to be. The real monsters that exist, they don't want to address those because it's going to cast a lot of guilt on certain communities. Oh, we can't have that conversation, though. Nope. Can't talk about that. Because if we do, you're a racist. Allison Comerto and Victoria Blackwell grilled BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo Holmo for not talking enough or not taking enough swift action against to stop the racist slurs and threats immediately. Weekend anchor Jim Acosta invited on former NAACP president Cornell Williams Brooks, who spent the interview lambasting BYU's handling of the alleged incident. New Day co-host Brian Aquilar sat down with students, father Marvin Richardson, who gave interviews with numerous outlets, including ABC news. My God, everybody wants that. I'm sure I'm surprised like Al Sharpton didn't want to fly in and like host some kind of fucking March. Jesse Jackson, me right then. I say, uh, the people are tired of uh, the racism that exists. Uh. Come to find out, it was somebody with special needs. Everybody's just ready. We're ready to go, man. We're ready to get worked up. We're gonna fight the racism. We're gonna fight it because you love it. You need it. You thrive on it. It gives you the chance to once more stand on your podium and preach to the masses how woke and non-racist you are. The father even got involved conducting interviews. The NAACP president gets involved. Everyone's got something to say. Everyone needs to be in the spotlight. Everyone needs to have what they say matter and heard by the masses because apparently everybody is just in the virtue signaling business. It's like a social credit score, ladies and gentlemen. Might as well just move over to China because it's coming to America. We have to have the social credit score system to showcase to everybody in this country just how good we are. That way people can go on that person's Instagram page and like, 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 oh, you're such a good person. Yes, slay queen, Uh, all this stuff. Social media is the root cause of all the shit we're dealing with in society right now. I'd rather be known as an honest asshole because at least then people know where you stand. There is that. Can you imagine having to live this life, this superficial lifestyle on social media and having this massive following and pretending to be this perfect person? You can't say the wrong thing. You can't look the wrong way. You can't have a bad day. You can't act a certain way. Fuck that, dude. Be yourself. And if they don't like you, then fuck them. It's okay. You're not going to be friends with everybody. Matter of fact, half of you I probably wouldn't even like in real life. Why you listen to me, I don't know. But still, the point still stands. ESPN, Sister Network, ABC News, similarly offered uh, uncritical coverage of the episode. I'm saying BYU, you did it, host Stephen A. Smith shouted, by allowing this to happen and not addressing expeditiously, not addressing it with a level of quickness and speed that you should have addressed it with. Smith later called it a dereliction of duty and accusing the university of fearing the backlash it would have received for taking immediate action. Or probably because it didn't happen and the kid wasn't saying anything. Um don't you think that's a possibility? I think it is. I think it's a very big possibility and likely. But man, everybody wants their 15 minutes. Everybody wants to get in there and stand up like I'm the I'm the anti-racist superhero. I'm I'm the one that's going to speak what they want to hear. The way she handled the BYU situation at 19 years old, I just want to say you keep doing your thing, Williams told the young athlete. Hold your head high, and I appreciate her talking about the perpetrator instead of BYU overall, but I just appreciate her. I wanted to say that. Makes him sound like she stormed the beaches of Normandy here, folks. You're so brave. Somebody called you a name. You're so brave. What? You see, these things do have power. The N-word has power because they give it power. And the way they give it power is by acting just like this. By acting as if being called the N-word is suddenly, oh my God, I'm surprised she didn't die. Is it wrong? Of course it's wrong. Do I do it? Fuck no, I don't do it. But black people need to stop as well. Oh, we'll say it. I'll say it. You want white people to stop calling you that? You stop calling yourselves that. You don't get it two ways, Snoop. And don't be offended when a white guy uses the N-word with an A instead of a hard E-R in a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's just the way it works. And I'm going to keep sitting here saying this. I don't fucking care if you like it or not. If you're a black person and you don't call out hip-hop artists for doing the exact same fucking thing, I don't give a fuck what you have to say because clearly there's a bias. Word, my ninja. All right, moving on. All right, this is a big one. Steve Bannon indicted on election, uh, or excuse me, indicted on state charges of money laundering, conspiracy, and fraud related to the border wall eff, uh, effort. You remember this happened like two years ago? It was the Air Force veteran who I think is a uh, quadriplegic, missing his legs and his arms. I could be wrong on that. I forget this guy's name. He started this fundraiser to privatize the building of the wall, which, from my understanding, was illegal. Like, you cannot take. Um, Money raised like that, but apparently, they we're building it on private property, so that's how it was legal, I guess. Well, apparently, come to find out, there was some skimming. One of the head dudes bought himself like a million dollar yacht. Remember this? Y'all remember this? I remember it. I remember this. This was an issue. Steve Bannon apparently is. Back under the spotlight. Former Donald Trump aide Steve Bannon was indicted on state charges of money laundering, conspiracy, and fraud related to an alleged online scheme to raise money for the construction of a wall along the southern U.S. border according to an indictment obtained by CNN. Bannon surrendered Thursday morning to authorities and is expected to plead not guilty when arraigned, his attorney Robert Costello told CNN. The state charges are based on the same conduct Bannon was charged with by the federal prosecutors in 2020 that alleged he and three others had defrauded donors in the border wall effort, which raised more than $25 million. Presidential pardons do not apply to state investigations, however. uh, According to the indictment, one of Bannon's associates, who isn't named, created an online fundraising platform to raise money to build a wall on the border. I remember when this came out, and I remember what I said about it. I said, I don't trust this. Do y'all remember that? I remember it. I remember this. I remember saying, I, dude, I don't know where this money's going. I'm not donating to it. I think this could be a potential scam. Sure as shit, what happens? Show sure enough. Bannon's associates discussed telling the public that no one involved in the We Build the Wall project would take a salary. According to the indictment, in a text message, one of the associates told Bannon that the claim removes all self-interest taint on this and gives the CEO sainthood, the the indictment says. Bannon publicly claimed he was acting kind of as a volunteer for the We Build the Wall, prosecutors said in the indictment. Behind the scenes, Bannon allegedly helped to funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars to himself and his associates. Okay? So my question is this. Investigate. I'm all for it. If you have evidence, then investigate. But that applies equally across the board. That applies equally across the board. Why are we not investigating what's going on in Ukraine? The president and his son. Why is there no investigations going on into that? I don't like when right grifters steal from the right. If Bannon's guilty, he should go to jail. But the DOJ, I'm sorry, I can't take you seriously. Am I saying this story is discredited? No, absolutely not. If they have the proof, present it. But don't sit there and expect me to believe it. Punk line and sinker, number one, because this is published on CNN. Number two, we've seen the DOJ weaponized on a biased perspective from the White House. I mean, come on. But again, this could be state. I believe this is state. I think it is, but even still investigate, but I want to see that across the board, a federal jury on oh, never mind, wait, a federal jury in July found Bannon guilty of contempt of Congress for de- for defying a subpoena from the House of Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 U.S. Capitol attack. He is scheduled to be sentenced in October and faces a minimum sentence of 30 days in jail. According to the federal law, he's so rich, it's not gonna fucking matter. Put him in jail for refusing to go to a subpoena. All right. Well, fuck you then. I'm not going because we know January 6 is a witch hunt. But now it's like, how do we decide what's truth and what's not? We know January 6th is a winch hunt. We know it's bullshit. But the Steve Bannon church, is this legitimate? It should be investigated. But when you've got a system right now that nobody has any faith in, because suddenly the left has faith in it when it goes their way. Weird. And last, but most certainly not least, Poland seeks purchase of 96 Apache attack helicopters from U.S., making it the second largest fleet in the world. Just one of Boeing's Apache helicopters can cost up to $140 million. The Polish military is seeking to purchase 96 AH AH-64 Apache attack helicopters from Boeing, tripling an earlier request from the 32 aircraft Thursday. The purchase would grant Poland the second largest fleet of Apaches in the world behind the United States. The Boeing-produced aircraft is among the most advanced attack helicopters in the world, first entering service in 1984. The Apache has seen numerous updates to its weapons, engines, and communications equipment. Boeing is honored is honored the government of the Poland of Poland has selected the AH-64 Apache for the Polish Armed Forces new attack helicopter fleet. Now, I'm in favor of this. They're buying it, we want to sell it. Fine. That's fine. Help Poland build their military to strengthen their borders. God forbid Russia does take Ukraine, which I don't think they will. I'm okay with this. I support it. If they want to buy it, by all means. Why not? It just means less they're going to have to lean on us in the future. I don't see anything wrong with that. I could be wrong. Maybe there's something I'm not thinking about. I don't know. But Poland's an ally. And if they want to buy these, by all means. We make some money, that's great. I don't know. Just don't try and charge them (laughs) if you're in California. Oh, my gosh. That's where we're at, folks. That is where we're at. But there you go. Well, that does it for today. We appreciate you being here, folks. Thanks for dropping by the All-American Savage Show podcast with me as your host. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. It's just me and you for the next week. Josh is away on vacation, so it's yours truly running this bad boy. Again, you can find me over at Rumble at John Burke. Give it a look. See, and go follow the new John Ross page. It's just John Ross on Rumble. And you can find me on Truth Social at John Burke as well. Um, We're going to get through this. We're going to push forward. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the account back. Doubt it, but we'll see. But in the meantime, go leave us a review on iTunes. We appreciate that. And support us at ShellShockCBD.com. And until tomorrow, you stay savage, America.